Oh, Ruby was complaining about my microphone. Any thoughts? It's your headphones. You've got them up too high. How do I? She can hear me coming out of your headphones. So you just turn down on your phone. How do I just? You've never turned down your headphones before. Nope. (laughs) I've turned down my phone. How do I do it? Turn down your phone. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you saying when I turn my phone up because I'm a bit deaf? Yes. She can hear you. Yes. Yeah. You don't have noise cancelling. So they're coming, they're radiating out and into the microphone. Okay. All right. I'm ready. Welcome back to Single Minded, where we are flipping the script on being single. I'm your host, Hannah First. And I'm your co host, Linda. I can barely hear you, by the way, with these turned down <laughs> earphones. You can turn them up a little bit. No, I'm scared. I just get in trubs. Okay. Yeah, she does get in trouble every week. She makes some new mistake in <laughs> her recording. What about last week when your computer kept going on sleep oh, and no. the recording just stopped? And I was like, Mum, it's because you've got your computer <laughs> going on sleep. And you were like, oh, what? Uh, Ruby's told me I rustle papers, I drink water, I clear my throat. I mean, soz. <laughs> anyway. So you've just gotten back just before lockdown started. You went on a little hike. Tell me all about it. I went on a self-guided, I call it a walk, but it was a hike. It's called the Great Ocean Walk. And I've recommended it to you because you walk in one direction direction and you not me can book Mm. into bush camps along the way bush camps is that what we call them they are bush camps (laughs) i would never ever stay in one not in a million years actually i don't even know if there were drop toilets i'm sure there were Mm -hmm. So day one was pretty challenging and after a very long day of up and down, we came to a beautiful beach called Johanna Beach, looking Mm -hmm. very spectacular at dusk. But what was happening, you know, I get scared of sharks and crocodiles. So the ocean was really whipped up and I couldn't tell if the tide was going out or coming in and I was completely freaking out and it was getting pretty dark. And we, what we didn't realise is when we got down to the beach, we had another 3.6 k's to trudge along wet sand in our hiking boots. I just can't imagine you doing this. This is just I know. Not, not on brand <laughs> for Linda Curtis. Well, there was, there was nowhere else to go. And the lady that was picking us up in the car park, that was at the other end of the beach. There was just nothing else we could do. So as we were getting towards the end, there was the, do you know how when rivers run down, down into the sea and it was like swirling water and you couldn't jump over because it was too big. So we took our shoes and socks off and, of course, I dropped my shoes into the water and then I started wading through screaming because I thought I was (laughs) going to be swept away. And then we had to walk barefoot through freezing wet sand and by the time I got to the car, I thought I had hypothermia in my feet. They were frozen. And you know how I've got a black toenail? Yes, I do. I started to think, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my black, my not my black, my big toe, which is black. But anyway, we survived. So that was my only scary story of the whole hike. Oh, and apart from falling down, I did fall down yes. once. And I love that dad, this is love, guys, instead of helping mum up, he took a photo. Or did Mm. you ask him to take a photo of you falling down? No, he said, can I take a photo? And I couldn't get up. I sort of tumbled over with everything and I... 
left and he stopped and said took a photo not yep. not hey Linda let me help you get up or are you okay can I take a photo <laughs> I was all sort of tumbled over and my hair was all over my face but yes he then did have to help me up but um, apart from that we had no real incidents it was all great well, you got back. I missed you guys a lot. Um, you were out of range, which makes me really anxious. That's brilliant being out of range. Because <laughs> I call you so much. It was just horrible. Anyway, you got back and you came down to my place and we watched. Yeah, Doc- no invite for dinner because someone had kindly <laughs> sent you dinner. So we had to BYO our dinner. BYO, mum and dad, B, they've got no MBN at the moment. It's a disaster. So they came down we, yep. and. Warning to anyone, have the NBN put on, lasted for eight hours and then it died. Still no NBN. Carry and on. Then, and then you, and we watched Dr. Death. Yes. What did you think? I didn't like it. I just thought oh. it, I loved the podcast. The podcast was absolutely amazing. Amazing. But I don't know. I, I didn't, I wasn't vibing it. Maybe that's controversial. Did you like it? Uh, I liked it. Dad has found it a bit too stressful. Anyone that doesn't know, it's about Dr. Christopher Dunch, who was a former neurosurgeon, and he got the nickname Dr. Death for uh, gross malpractice, mm-hmm. resulting in um, some patients being maimed and maybe a couple dying. So he just thinks it's too horrible. But to combat the stress of Dr. Death, we watched last night two eps of Virgin River Series 3. I know you don't love that either. I just can't get into it. I cannot get into it. <laughs> I just can't. I don't know what it is about it. It's it's too slow or there's not enough drama. I watched yes. a few episodes and I couldn't get into it. No, it's relaxing. We oh, don't want too much right. drama. But last night I was rewarded with Jack Sheridan appearing in a towel ready to jump in the spa with his love Mel my heart skipped a beat <laughs> but oh my god unlike sex life which I haven't watched yet you don't get to see anything so much Did sexier you, wait you've seen the member on you've seen the I have seen I've seen a picture yeah you've seen a picture mm. I mean sex life was I tried to watch it because it's good content for me it's just good to be part of the social commentary I guess but it's unwatchable. It is mm. uh, It is so unwatchable. Like I watch five minutes and I have to turn it off. It's so bad. Yes. I could write a better erotic TV show than that. Like Netflix, like I reckon any, you could do better than that. The mm, writing. Well. So there was one scene and I posted it to my Instagram and this guy says, Let's test your market value out with some fillies. Like it's the worst Mm. writing you've ever, ever heard. It's so bad. Well, I suggest you get onto Virgin River. And it was number (laughs) one in Australia. That's what I don't understand. Well, it's been overtaken because last night Virgin River is now number one and that's because there's a reason for that. What's the reason? The reason is Jack Sheridan, <laughs> Acker, Acker Martin Henderson. That's all I'm going to say to Sorry, you. Sorry, Acker. Ladies. Do you mean AKA? <laughs> <laughs> Martin Henderson's his real name. So is he Martin Henderson, Acker Jack Sheridan or the other way? Um, is Acker the right way to say it? You say AKA. Is that a thing? Did you make that up? <laughs> no. Oh my god! How? Oh my god! How to pronounce? I think you made that up. Acker. 
Possibly. How to pronounce. It's A-K-A. <laughs> yes, pronounce it A-K-A. Acker to you. Sorry, you've been saying Acker this for 60 years. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. No, you definitely couldn't write Sex Life, Linda. No. All right. So on today's episode, we're doing something a little bit different because it's lockdown and I've been going through a bit of a weird lifetime. I was trying to make a very big life decision and I was having a lot of trouble and I was very anxious. So I sort of recorded myself going through how I was going to make the decision and what I was going to do and like, Anyway, I feel like it would be relatable to anyone that's just doesn't know what to do. And it was all about coming back to your values and making decisions based on those. Uh, I've got one thing to say. Sure. Ruby, I'm so sorry. I've just realised my little heater was on and I've turned it off. Am I going to get into trubs again? We're not starting again. Sorry. We can't okay. recreate that so when you moment. <laughs> oh, my God. When you said you were doing an audio diary, I just thought you'd gone mad, isolation, <laughs> lockdown, recording daily diaries on your phone. But is it the case that it gives you sort of the ability to think out loud whilst you're alone and then come yes, to decisions? 100%. Yes. As I was saying mm. it, I was like, oh, my God, Hannah, why would you even pursue this? Mm. So let's get into the diary now. And, Mum, you have got a few thoughts afterwards. Just a little message from our wonderful sponsor, Normal. Normal makes amazing sex toys, easy to buy and learn. So finding the best sex toy for you can be so overwhelming when you don't know where to start and each store has hundreds of options that all look the same. Normal will give you a personalized recommendation with their quick quiz so you can feel confident that you'll get a toy that truly satisfies you. So one of their best sellers, Quinn, my fave, feels like amazing oral sex. You've got the Darcy, a three-in-one internal stimulator, or you can explore the rest of their carefully curated range. There's something for everyone without the overwhelming options. So it's a truly a regret-free experience. They've got a 100-night stand guarantee, which gives you 100 days and nights with your toy. If you don't love it, they'll give you a full refund, no questions asked, plus a new recommendation based on your feedback, if you'd like it, of course. So visit itsnormal.com and use the promo code SINGLEMINDED20 at checkout for 20% off your entire order. Back to the episode. In two hours, uh, Melbourne's going into lockdown and it's kind of at the moment for me not a terrible thing. And so I kind of wanted to do a little bit of an audio diary, do something completely different because I, in the next 24 hours, have got to make a bit of a big life decision and it has just caused me more anxiety I've just been in knots over it. Uh, this is what I'm like though. And I thought other people could probably relate to this. So I'm just going to go through, I guess, my thought process because I haven't actually put it down on paper yet about the decision. So just to give background into what's happened. So I basically left my job at Adore Beauty. I was the content manager um, looking after a team and, you know, 
doing all the things that I guess a manager would do um, and the stress that comes along with it. Anyway, I decided that it wasn't about the job or the company. I made a decision. I went away and I went hiking and I got back and I was like, you know, freedom is my number one value. I can't go overseas anytime soon. So I need to find that freedom in Melbourne because waking up and being chained to a desk from nine till six just is not how I want to live my life. I know it's not how I want to live my life. I think I've always known that. And that's not to say that other people may want to live like that and then some people don't. And for me, I just don't. And I think I've always known it. So, Knowing that, knowing what my values are, I made this decision. I made this decision that I was going to try a different life. And I have been waking up when I want to wake up. I basically work and then I stop working and I go and do something else. And then I do some more work and then I stop work. I make a lot less money, but I'm doing everything that I do. I just, I get a lot of value out of it. Some of it's hard, some of it's you know, makes me crazy. Some of it's like I do for free and, but I love doing it and I learn something new. So it's like a lot less money, but I just, I kind of bounce out of bed every morning. I literally wake up and I'm like, oh, this is what I wanted. Like, this is everything that I've ever wanted from a job. Like, to make enough money to live, but to work less, enjoy life more live at a slower pace. Stress is not good for me. Some people thrive on stress. Stress is not good for me. Like chronic stress, I don't sleep and I get really anxious and I just, it really does affect me. And so not having that level of stress in my life anymore makes me happy. Like I actually just feel happier. So, I got a call from a recruiter. I've been chatting to recruiters here and there, nothing serious, but I did get a call from a recruiter about a job that really excited me. The title, the pay, it was a relocation to Sydney, which would be really fun. Everything about it, I was just intoxicated, like freedom to like do amazing stuff and it just sounded like me. And so I started to get really excited about it. (laughs) I was like, this is great. This is perfect. This is the job that I want. Not really stopping and thinking, wait, didn't, didn't you just leave the nine to five? And I think the reason that that happened was because we get sucked into the normal definition of success. And the normal definition of success or the one that I grew up with um, throughout school and uni and, and beyond is title, money, and, you know, continuing to get promotions. Like that, to me, my definition of success my whole life was that even just like a life standpoint, not just in your career and your life. So, you get a job, you move up the food chain, more responsibility, more money, bigger title, impressive on LinkedIn. Like, don't even get me started on fucking LinkedIn. I honestly, (laughs) LinkedIn makes me feel like dog shit. Um, I've actually got to stay off LinkedIn altogether. And that was my definition of success. And I kind of reached that almost. 
I was on the way there and I decided not to do it. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to try something different. Like I really do. So within three months, less than three months of trying this new lifestyle, I just got sucked in all over again. I just got sucked right back into the same life that I've been living that doesn't bring me nearly as much happiness as what I'm currently doing. And so I'm at the final stages of interviews. Um, It's like it's too good to be true and I can't say no to it. And I don't know how to say no to it and I don't know how to sacrifice the salary for feeling like, like how easy to sacrifice salary to just feel good. It is like the most simple equation when you say it out loud. Like I'm going to sacrifice X amount of dollars per year to feel good a really good percentage of my week and I just can't fathom. I'll just spend less. I'll buy less. I won't buy myself like I usually buy myself a designer piece of clothing once a year around Christmas. I just won't do that. I'll forego those things. And then what happened was I said to my sister, Ruby, she's editing this, so she'll hear this. I said, I literally cannot believe I said this. As soon as this job and the money and it all was like happening, 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 I said, I think I'm going to buy a new car. And I actually started searching for cars with leather seats because I've got a Mazda 2 and I'm searching for Mazda 2s with, I want leather seats. Like this is exactly the mindset that I get into. All I can think about is like, what am I going to do with all that extra money? Like I'm giving up my time to make money to buy things, honestly. And not to say that the job wouldn't be really great. It really would be, but I think it's weighing up the pros and cons. So, you know, the biggest pro is that it's probably going to be, it would be a really exciting challenge. I would probably learn a lot. It would further my career and make me more employable. I don't know know if that's a pro. But the con is my time is no longer my time. I am giving away my time to a company for money. And my time, I've realized in the last few months, like my time being my time is like the definition of freedom. And I have never been happier than I am right now. So I guess what I wanted to talk about in this diary in the next 24 hours, and I'll sort of come back and forth as I'm mulling over what I'm going to do. I haven't made a decision yet, but I have to call the recruiter tomorrow because I've got the final presentation on Monday, which I haven't prepared for because I don't know whether I'm going to do it yet. And so I have to make a decision by tomorrow. And I kind of wanted to go through, you know, the thought process and how I'm going to make that decision because it's just like that fork in the road. And I basically, the work that I do now is it's like up and down because it's freelance. Some weeks are really good. Some weeks are not so good, but really I don't spend a lot of money anymore. And as a result of not spending as much money, I I get a lot of my time back, but I thought before I quit, I was like, I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to get really bored. I'm going to go get anxious. Like I'm not going to know what to do with myself. It's been the opposite. It It's just a dream. It's like the dream that I always wanted, which was like sometimes I'll stay up until 1am working, but I then don't have to be up for a meeting at nine. 
it's like some weeks I'll work, you know, 12 hours sitting at my desk writing or whatever I'm doing and I won't stop for 12 hours and I'm running around and then I'll take the whole day off the next day. And it's that is freedom to me and that's like my core value. And whatever your core value is, yours may be completely different. But I think that when making decisions, I know what success is to me. Like success to me is actually waking up in the morning, not just when you're on holidays, not just on the weekends, but like waking up and just like jumping out of bed and being really excited for the day, feeling peaceful and fulfilled. For me, being stressed is just the worst emotion and it doesn't work well with me. So that's what success is to me. And it's so hard because you get swayed by like every single message that you receive. And it's so hard to just stick to what you define success as. What I'm going to do, I'm going to have a break now and have some dinner. And then I'm going to come back and sort of revisit my values because I have them written up and they're stuck on like big sheets of cardboard inside a cupboard. And I opened the cupboard like two days ago and I was still like in the interview process and it was all happening and I actually stopped and I read them and I was like, what the fuck? I haven't revisited these in months and I'm about to make this big life decision where I'm going to move to Sydney, start a new full-time job, pack up my apartment, leave my family. Like, look, like this doesn't align. So I'll come back and and, and go through those values And then tomorrow I'm going to make a decision. I mean, I think we always know what the decision is, don't we? I already know what it is. (laughs) I just need to get the courage to make it. All right, I'm back. I, um, I didn't end up recording again last night. I ended up editing a video of Dan Andrews' press conference for my Instagram to distract myself. But something else happened last night. Someone I know, like through the industry, yeah, we were chatting about possibly doing some freelance for them. And that always makes me think like, oh, you haven't given this a good enough go. Like you just don't know what's around the corner. Yes, it's really unstable and it's like all the uncertainty can be challenging like anyone that freelancers knows like it's just so you just never know but what's the worst that could happen that's what I always say to myself what is the worst that could happen the worst that could happen is I have to get a job you know in three months all the freelance work dries up and I have to get a job and that's the end of it it might not be this kind of like air quotes, dream job, but that's the worst case scenario. And I'm also trying to place less weight on the job as the thing that makes or breaks your life or like the job is the thing that is the central part of your life. Like for me, I work to live, not live to work. Um, I didn't always do that. But like if that's the motto, then it's not the central part of your life. It's the means to the ends. So I read through my values again last night and it's it is really clear that 
right now if I'm going to like live my actual values. I don't like structure and routine and like it just blows my mind that I'm so conditioned by everything that we've been told. Like sometimes I'm like, who came up with nine to five? Like who came up with it? Who said that's what we had to do? Who says that we have to work 40 hours a week? Like who came up with that? And it's just, it's a structure in society that's been created. It's really like COVID and lockdowns and remote work. Hopefully it's changed it. Hopefully I never have to go back to nine to five. You know, hopefully I can do my 10 till 1 p.m. and then three till six and then 12 till 1 a.m. You know, like I hope that I can continue to do that because the workplace is changing. Anyway, so I am going to call the recruiter today. I've made the decision. I'm actually going to call in now and get it out of the way. And yeah, I feel even just talking it out on the podcast, like when you talk through, okay, this is what I want. This is how I define success. Is this aligned? And it's not the job that's not aligned. It's the like life and and the way that I would be living my life, which would be, I'd be at a desk, you know, all day. I'd be under a lot of pressure. Um, and yeah, money's cool, but like, <laughs> and it's obviously does buy you freedom, but you know, how much is enough? And I think getting clear on that has been really important for me too. And also spending less. Anyway, all right, well, I'm going to make the call now and I will wrap this up and come back. So I did it. Um, I spoke to the recruiter and I just said, now's not the right time for me. And I just feel really good about it. Like I don't even feel, I don't feel bad about it. It was so weird. I was going to actually take the job without fully talking through to myself why. It was just so lucky that I opened that door and saw my values and I was like, oh, what? So yeah, it's done now. So I can just get back to my regular old life of working to a weird schedule and being really... (laughs) not being as financially secure, but that's all right. I feel like every person has a different definition of success and I've just been going along with the one that I grew up with or the one that I defined as like a teenager and I never stopped and and said, what? Like, no, that's not my definition of success. I guess as I get older, I get more clear on it, but it's one thing to be clear on what you define as success and what you define as a successful life. That's one thing, but the the hardest thing is to actually do it because we have so many messages telling us otherwise. And that relates to getting married and to having kids and having a career and all the things that I defined as success. I genuinely believed, I think it like when I was 15 or 16, I thought by this age I'd be married, I'd have kids, I'd own a big house, I'd be like a CEO. Like I genuinely, that was what I thought was going to happen. And if that was where I was right now, thank God I'm not because 
I'm so much happier where I'm at right now and I'm just going to have to stick to my guns I think on this one and and if it doesn't work out you know what's the worst that could happen you know it hasn't happened yet so I've got a bit more time and yeah I hope that if you're going through like a big life change and you don't know what to do I really recommend going back figuring out what your values are and then using those as your guidepost to help you make that decision because that is the best guide for me to know whether or not I'm going in the right direction. So hope that was helpful. So Linda, I felt a bit exposed to you listening to my audio diary. What did you think? Yes, I had to listen to it twice. Right. So I was doing some gardening yesterday and I had it on and then I got very caught up with my gardening and lost concentration, so I've re-listened to it. Yeah, because I, I obviously bore you to tears that you lost. No, no, no. Well, the thing is I've been through the whole will I, won't I with you on a nightly basis. Yes. So... <laughs> Unlike other people, I've already, I think your audio diary with me and then you did your own audio diary. Yeah, except that you didn't give me, you were not able to help me make a decision. I had to make the decision. You were, you Well, I'm not, you know why? Why? Do you know why? Because I can't give my opinion. I think people have to come to their own realisation because if you went to Sydney, we didn't want you to, but if you went to Sydney and and hated and hated the job, I'd feel responsible. Right, okay. So I just have to guide you. It's like a, you're like a lawyer that's trying not to. Um, you know, you don't want to be held accountable. Mm, exactly. And one little thing you said, who came up with nine to five? I didn't yes. know. But it was introduced by the Ford Motor Company back in the 20s. Oh, and I'm it, glad you did this research. Yes. Yeah. And then became standardised in 1938 to actually curb the exploitation of factory workers, funnily enough. Mm. Then I also read that People like, say, lawyers high up, they feel that they need to do more than nine to five. So it's actually nine to five if you're lucky because actually people want to impress their bosses and they have to think they have to stay later. Well, I I actually read this article that was really interesting. Yep. There was an article on The Guardian that I read about sort of has COVID sort of, end, you know, is this the end of nine yes. to five? And, you yep. know, yep. why don't workplaces give their people freedom to choose the hours that they want? want to work like now that I choose my own hours I am so much happier maybe it's not for everyone maybe some people but I think there must be a percentage of the population that doesn't want to work to this strict schedule that has been set out by Ford Motors for you well Forbes I was reading in um, an article in Forbes Mm -hmm. and they reported recently so Iceland trialed a shortened work week and it was a huge success because as you say, remote works proved successful during the pandemic and it opened everyone's eyes to better work-life balance and they found productivity remained the same or improved in the trial workplaces and workers' well-being dramatically increased and that was from less stress Mm -hmm. and burnout and better work-life balance. And so based on these results, Icelandic trade unions negotiated for a reducing working hours and now 90% of the working population do have reduced hours. It's funny because I've just, you know, I write, I do humour writing on um, Medium. 
I do know that, <laughs> even though sometimes I yes. forget to check. So I write satire and humour on Medium. It's usually like a very exaggerated real-life story or it's totally fictional or it's satire or whatever. And I actually just wrote a headline, Linda, because I write headlines as I think of them and they're they're usually completely made-up stories or fictional stories, but they're sort of based on a half-truth. Do you want to listen to the new one that I'm going to be writing today? Yes. Okay, the headline is, sorry, mum and dad, I've decided to be happy instead of successful. (laughs) Now, you've got this wrong that we think you have to have this job or we don't think you're successful. But I I just, it just came to me and I thought other people will relate to that because there's a lot of pressure. I think our parents did grow up differently to us. We totally did. And we had very different routines. You've had very different lives and, and your, you know, yep. relationship with work's very different to mine and your relate. Yes, and, and so yes. anyway, I'm right, going to be writing that one today, but we've run out of time, but this topic is really important to me. This podcast is called Single Minded. It's all about different ways of living, not having to follow the status quo, like exploring other ways of life. It's not just about being single. But, yes, not having a family and being single does actually afford you the freedom to make these decisions. If I had kids and a husband and a, you know, a mortgage, I probably wouldn't be as open to working. I may not be as open to working less. So, but if you are single and you are free and you don't have kids and you don't have those financial responsibilities, I would like to explore this topic more. So, I have a guest in mind that I want to talk to about, you know, Mm. why nine to five isn't the only way. And you don't even have a dog to worry about. No, I've got nothing. I literally have no, (laughs) nothing to worry about. I've got I've got you and I've got a really high electricity bill because I um oh my heating. I came into your place the other night it was boiling you're <laughs> I'm mad. always cold Gosh. I'm always cold put more clothes on anyway we are gonna revisit this topic again I think it's a really important one I'm navigating it at the moment I'm finding it really hard because I'm so you're so influenced by other people and it's so hard to just follow your own path that you want to follow. I was up till 4am last night writing. That just, oh. that's crazy. But why is it crazy? It's not crazy. I was asleep at 9.30. Yes, exactly. It, whatever floats your boat. A hundred percent. So anyway, we'll be back <laughs> to talk more about this topic, but that is it from us for this week. See you next week. Hi, Ruby. Just sneaking in at the end to chat. It's Linda, Acker mum. Thought I'd do my own audio diary. Anyway, I just went with Hannah to get a coffee and there was a couple of girls at the front, one of whom said, hi, you're Hannah, right? I just love your podcast. Hi, Linda. I had to explain that we hadn't had showers yet, even though it is 11.38 a.m. and to excuse our appearance. Hannah was in her tracksuit, Ugg boots and pale blue coat, you know, the one that looks like a dressing gown. Me, messy, fluffy hair and no makeup. Thank God for dramatic eyelash extensions that are just hanging in there. Anyway, good to chat. If you made it this far, I'm hoping that you enjoyed the podcast. If you could subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review, that would be much appreciated. It really helps other people find the podcast. Not that I'm desperate or anything. See you next week.